This is CNT Talk. Every week, two friends debate the issues of the ages as we agree to disagree. It's never politically correct, but it's always entertaining. Join us tonight so you can sound knowledgeable at work tomorrow. We're smacking you upside the head with the hammer of truth. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I know I said in my last show that we wouldn't have another show this year, but then football happened. Um, so if you don't want to hear about football, you can disregard this episode. If you do, and my rantings and ravings about football, again, I'm alone on this, but I think Tony would stand by me in the first part of this. So I'm going to do something I've not done before. I'm going to give my thoughts on previous football game and then a preview of an upcoming football game, and then I'll come back after the the other game, and I'll talk about what my thoughts were about that game. So if that's confusing, just you listen, it, it'll all make sense. So last night uh, I was watching the Chargers, uh, as you do, because they were actually on TV. And um, let's just say I was a little disappointed. Now, I, I hate to use the word hate because I think hate is a very strong term, and it has a lot of bad connotations. So take me up to the point of not hating, but as close as you can get without calling it hate. And that's how I feel about the Baltimore Ravens, okay, and, and the New England Patriots. Those are my two. The rest of the league, I, I don't, I'm ambivalent towards. I, I dislike them on the day that the Steelers are playing them, but I really don't think about them past that. So last night, the Ravens were playing the Chargers in Los Angeles. And if you recall, the Steelers lost to the Chargers on some questionable plays. Uh, one clear false start that should never have gone to a touchdown, but apparently the refs aren't expected to actually look at the field. They're just supposed to do whatever they want. So they lost that game. Uh, the Steelers went 0 for 4 against the AFC West. The Ravens played last night, and they shut down Phillip Rivers and this vaunted offense. Now, they did a good job because they put a defensive back on Keenan Allen, where the Steelers thought they could get away with effectively putting uh, linebackers who couldn't really pass cover against a superior wide receiver, and it worked out poorly for them the entire game. But the, the Ravens really shut down the Chargers' offense. Now, why does that matter? Not that I want the Ravens to win because I never want the Ravens to win. But the Ravens winning now gives them a shot to – win the AFC North, which the Steelers currently hold the lead on. The Steelers today play um, the New Orleans Saints in a game I think the Steelers will probably lose. And if that happens, there's a really good chance that the Ravens will win the AFC North and the Steelers will not be in the playoffs. That's disappointing to me. That's very disappointing to me. And some of this has to do with, from my perspective, coaching. Okay, and Tony disagreed with me, and he says, well, the Steelers aren't determined to have anything. I want to go over some stats here about what this means to me. So since 1998, we're going to talk about the time the Browns came back into existence. If you don't remember, the Browns moved to Baltimore and became the Ravens. I didn't hate them when they were the Browns. I detest them, again, right up that line where it's not hate, but it's close, when – when they moved to Baltimore, I, I I don't like I didn't like Ray Lewis. I didn't like uh, any of the coaching. I certainly don't like John Harbaugh. I'm a Michigan fan. I don't like Jim Harbaugh. If that makes sense, I like the team. I don't like the coach. Uh, so everything about Baltimore, it just smacks me of things I don't like. Now 
something some people may say I'm a hypocrite. I don't like when any player, I don't care whose team it is, st- stands up and struts and mouths off every time they do something. Because in my opinion, that is your job. It, your job isn't to draw attention to yourself and look at me, look at me, especially when you're losing a game. That's not what you do. I, I like the Barry Sanders philosophy. He would score a touchdown and he would place the ball in the end zone and walk away. He didn't have any gyrations. He didn't have any movements. He didn't try to draw attention to himself because his thought was, and and I think this is the right way to think of it. I've been here before and I plan to be here again. So this isn't special because this, it's not the once in a lifetime thing. This is something I plan to do quite often. So why would I make draw attention to this one when it's no different than the one I'm going to do next time? But in the NFL today, we've got a culture of we've got to act out. We've got to perform. And some fans like that. I detest it. I don't like it at all, ever. And the Ravens last night smacked of that. Their their arrogance smacked of that every single time. I saw a guy, he sacked Philip Rivers at the end of the game, and uh, he crawls on all fours and starts uh, eating up dog food like he's a dog. I'm like, stop. Just stop preening for everybody. That's my opinion. You can call me an old curmudgeon. That's fine. I, I, I accept that. I don't really, it doesn't bother me. I want you to do your job. Do your job. In, in that way, I, I'm a Bill Belichick type of deal. Do your job. You don't get to crow about doing your job because that's your job. You do something above and beyond, something extraordinary, maybe we can talk about that. But just doing your job, running a pass play, running the ball, throwing the ball, that's not special. That's just your job. So, I want to go back to 1998 when the Steelers or when the when the Browns came back into existence. So in 1998, the NFL felt sorry for Cleveland and gave them another franchise, kept all the records from the Browns. The Ravens started over uh, effectively in the 96 season with a whole new existence, like they were like an expansion team, even though they took all the players they had. It was a weird situation. So since 1998, okay, two teams that the Steelers should have beaten soundly they tied the Browns once and beat them once this year and lost to the Raiders. So I want to talk about the since 1998, since 1998, the Browns have had one playoff game, which they lost. That was in 2002 to the Steelers. Ironically, they have had a zero win percentage in the playoffs since they came back into existence. Okay. The Raiders have had better success They've made eight playoff playoff games, not appearances, four playoff appearances, four seasons since 1998, and they've had eight games in those four seasons, and they've won four of them. So that's a 50% winning percentage. In that time, they went to one AFC title game, which they won, and one Super Bowl appearance, which they lost. That's it. That's it. Okay? So that's a team that since 1998 – Arguably, 2002 was their best year since 1998, and that's it. That's it. They haven't done anything else of note since then. The Steelers, by comparison, have had 25 playoff games in that same 20-year period, 15 of which they've won, so it's a 600 winning percentage. They've won two Super Bowls, another Super Bowl appearance, and been in the AFC Championship game six times in that period of time. Now, this is not to compete with the – the New England Patriots, they've had a phenomenal run in that same time frame we're talking about. I'm not even going to go into that. They, they are the, they're the leader. Five Super Bowls, you know, they've had uh, eight appearances in five Super Bowls. 
uh, in that same time frame. So by far, much, much better. Uh, but this is a Steelers team that tied the Browns, who haven't been in a playoff game since 2002 and haven't won one since they've been back in existence. This is a Steelers team who lost to the Raiders, who haven't been relevant since 2002. They've had one one playoff appearance since 2002. That was 2016. They lost to that team. They lost to the Raiders. Now, Tony will tell you, well, you know, you can't expect a lot. I can expect them to beat those two teams because everybody else beats those two teams. And in minimal words of Dennis Green. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. We could have beaten each of those teams. The only team in the AFC West that I think the Steelers were outclassed by was the Kansas City Chiefs. And that was early in the season, and maybe it would be different today. They should not have lost to the Broncos. They should not have lost to the Chargers. And they should not have lost to the Raiders. And they certainly shouldn't have tied the Browns. But yet they did. So you have to ask yourself, is it the team or is it the coaching and the team? Okay? Because the Ravens' offense is pedestrian at best. And they won last night by 12 points, even though it was closer than that until late in the game when Philip River or when Tano Gates decided to cough up the ball. That being said, the Steelers now find themselves in a situation where they have to win today. They have to win today. Because if they don't, they're not making the playoffs. You know, they're just not making the playoffs. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. I, I do as well, Jim. I hope the Steelers can win these last two games. But if they don't, the question becomes, should Mike Tomlin be retained? Now, he's been to two Super Bowls. He's won one of them in his tenure. But should he be retained? Jim Harbaugh, or John, I'm sorry, John Harbaugh was expected to be released at the end of the season from his, he was out of his contract. Now it looks like he's going to come back and they're going to extend him probably. That's amazing considering what you got there. But should Mike Tomlin be brought back? Is the defense good enough? Is the offense good enough? Is Mike Tomlin a good enough coach and has he surrounded himself with good enough coaches to make this team relevant? Now, I will I will stipulate maybe the Steelers don't deserve to go to the Super Bowl every year. They probably don't. Are they good enough talent-wise to get to the Super Bowl year in and year out? I say they are of late. Since 1998, I think they they had the talent to be in more Super Bowls. Okay? They lost three of those AFC title games that they were in that could have sent them to the Super Bowl. But they didn't go. Now, some of that was under Bill Cowher, but a majority of that's been under Mike Tomlin. And you can look at the penalties this year for the Steelers and say, what's going on? Because they're highly penalized. Highly, highly penalized. In the Chargers game Tony and I talked about, they were penalized three consecutive plays on the final kick that won the game for the Chargers. By the same player, I might add, Artie Burns. But what does that mean? Is it, is it bad coaching? Is it bad execution? Or is it a combination of both? See, I think, I think coaches 
have a certain shelf life. I do. I don't believe a coach can can motivate a team and get professionals to perform consistently year in and year out past a certain period of time. And it's different for every coach. Bill Belichick's been doing it since 2000. Is he coming time for that to end? Possibly. I have a prediction that once Tom Brady is no longer under center, that you won't see Bill Belichick uh, winning quite so many games. And I think that time is fast approaching. They're nine and five this year. They haven't lost five games like this in since 2009. The reality is they're not as good as they were. That doesn't mean they can't win the Super Bowl because you get into the playoffs and you, you have a very good chance of um, running the table, see what happens. But right now they're in the third position for the playoffs, which means they play wild card weekend, which is not a normal position for them. Uh, the Steelers seem to be more common with that, sadly. But, uh, you know, it's something to think about. What, Where do we go from here? Is Tomlin the right guy? I don't think he is. I didn't think he was 13 years ago, and I don't think he is now. I don't think he's enough of a disciplinarian to keep the guys in line. I think there's too much um, individuality on a team. You know, I, I can rail against Bill Belichick all I like, and I can say I don't like the guy, but he wins. See, that's the difference. He wins. And I dislike him, and I'm maybe a little bit envious and jealous of all the winning. I just like the Ravens because I don't like the Ravens. I don't like their people. I don't like their attitudes. I don't like anything about the organization. And that's uh, just like both teams, but for different reasons. But here we are. The Steelers have gacked away a chance to sew up a playoff run, possibly number two seed, to very likely not being in the playoffs. And that's we'll talk about that when I come back uh, to see if they've beaten the Saints. That, that doesn't even get them in. That just means they still have a chance to stay in. Now, this is that's a tenuous part of this division. If they lose the division, they're out. They're not in the playoffs. They have to win the division because they've given away too many games. Five losses in one tie. You, you can't do that. And three of those losses were certainly reversible, and one of the then the tie certainly should never have happened. So it's coaching, in my opinion, but also execution. I don't think Ben wants to be there. I think Ben is not on the same page with his receivers, and I don't think he's making the extra effort to try to be on the same page. Antonio Brown is not the clutch player he was because Ben is not the clutch thrower he's been. Now, maybe you can say, well, you know, sometimes skills erode. They do. And I would ask you this. Who's the backup for the Steelers? Josh Dobbs. If you're a Steelers fan, does that fill you with a lot of confidence? Because it doesn't fill me with any confidence. There's no succession planning at the Steelers organization. That's a problem. What's the Who's Tom Brady's backup? I don't know. I don't even know who it would be. But I can guarantee it's nobody you've ever heard of that's going to take you through the promised land after he leaves. I believe it's a 39-year-old journeyman quarterback, but I can't remember off the top of my head. The reality is neither of these teams has a backup. So when they go down or they're injured or hurt or in some way incapacitated, you've got nothing. You've literally got nothing. I think it's Josh McCown. Now they say that for, for Brady. You've got nothing left. And what's that mean? That means you've got nothing for the future. You're risking it all today. Today. 
Well, maybe the Patriots can get away with that. The Steelers can't. They're not good enough to get away with letting another team hang around. We saw it last week with the Patriots. The Patriots weren't good enough to keep the Steelers from hanging around and win that game. And the Steelers certainly weren't blowing them out to, to do the same. It was a good tight game, which is good for drama and fans. But in reality, neither team was all that wonderful at execution. And that's a problem. Because as you get into the playoffs, you need to execute. Now, do I think every, every team's great? No, probably not. But some do it better than others. And it's really up in the air at the moment. So I'll come back after the Steelers have played tonight. And I will record my thoughts. And we'll splice these two together and make uh, a brief update on what I thought. But the, the Chargers last night, I don't know how the Steelers lost to the Chargers based on what I saw last night. The Chargers looked horrible. Anthony Lynn looked like he did not know what to do. And Phillip Rivers, he got the old moniker, cry me a Phillip Rivers, because he was whining and complaining about every play. He, he just was, because he wasn't getting the calls. He wasn't getting the things he wanted. And that's Phillip Rivers' Achilles heel. When things don't go his way, he starts to whine. You know, And that's unfortunate because I really needed the Chargers to win last night for my team to have some breathing room uh, today. But it didn't happen. So we'll have to see what happens. Again, if Tony was here, I think he would agree that the Chargers did not look good. He would give the Ravens all the credit they deserve for their defense and all how wonderful they are. Guess what? I don't believe it. Uh, I'm watching that game last night. Obviously, they're stacking the box. They're showing blitz. And Phillip Rivers, as a, was a 14-year veteran, can't figure that out. He didn't, he didn't look off receivers. He didn't, uh, the, the receivers didn't get separation. It was poorly executed all the way around. So join me again later, and I will give you my thoughts on what the Steelers did or didn't do to deserve what they did or didn't get today. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So that pretty much sums up the Steelers versus the Saints. Um, let's put it this way. I feel like there should be lots of pink slips come December 31st. Um, I don't think the Roonies will fire Tomlin. But I think if Tomlin is honest with himself, there's no coach on that field that's worth keeping. Maybe Danny Smith. Maybe. Everybody else needs to be gone because they are doing a horrible job. And and they need to they need a wholesale gutting gutting of the defense. Your front is fine, your defensive line, but past that there's nothing there. There is nothing there. The DBs are horrible. They're just they're incapable of playing defensive back. Mike Tomlin still doesn't understand clock management. Ben's been in the league for 15 years and still doesn't understand uh, how to call two plays in the huddle for some reason. I, I don't understand. Um, they, they're, just, they're not a good team. The Steelers are not a good team. They didn't deserve to be in the playoffs based on the way they were playing. They would have had a, probably had an early exit. So now they get to stay home and watch the playoffs. They can talk about what they could have, should have done, but they didn't do it. And um, they're not going to get their 10 wins, as Tony had 
had said um, they'll be lucky if they get nine, which, you know, some people say, well, well, nine wins, that's great, but that's one game over 500. That's not acceptable with this talent. It's just not. You know, in the 80s, you know, post post everybody retiring from the Super Bowls in the 70s, yeah, a, a nine-win season was probably decent because they didn't have any talent in, in, in the mid-80s. You know, Bloody Blister was not going to be the guy who was going to take him to the promised land, and I don't know why anybody thought they would. Um, the reality is Ben looks, to me, this is my opinion, Ben looks like he doesn't want to be there. I've said that time and time again. He's throwing the ball into the ground. He's he's had rollouts, nobody near him, and he throws it into the ground. Why? What are you doing? I mean, it's not even near a receiver. It's three or four or five yards in front of the receiver, behind the receiver. He's throwing the ball way too hard and over. He's, he's either injured or he doesn't want to be there. It's one of the two because his concentration is not there. Um, so the, Steelers, the Steelers made up for not covering Keenan Allen against the Chargers by playing zone defense uh, at key moments here. Um, in the fourth quarter, the, the Saints ended up getting a what I would say is a long completion simply because the Steelers decided they wanted to play zone and let a man stand in the middle of the field. <laughs> you know, just I, it, it boggles the mind how these people are paid this much to do this little, this little. Now, Tony can say, I'm a, you know, I'm a homer or I'm always down doom and gloom on the Steelers. It's because they give you this option. They give you this option of the last five games. They've won one. What would you think of that? Would, Would anybody say one for five is a good stretch in the NFL? One for five. I mean, last week we're talking about the Patriots losing for the first time since 2002, losing two games in December back-to-back. Steelers do that routinely. I mean, it's not even close. Now, again, not comparing the Steelers to the Patriots of this era because they are not in the same class, even though they beat them last week and the Patriots clinched a playoff in their 10th division title. Uh, To be fair, the Patriots don't have a division. They just play every every year for 10 years. They've they've won a division that, you know, nobody else is in. Um, and not to say that the Steelers division is awesome. It's the Ravens and, and the Steelers and pretty much it. But this is, it's disappointing. This is a Steelers fan. This is disappointing. Uh, not unexpected, but disappointing. Now, Tony thought that, you know, the Steelers might win both of these games, maybe win next week. They play the the Bengals next week. The Bengals just got beat up again by the Browns, but who knows? Who knows? You know, it, it doesn't, at this point, it really doesn't matter because they're not making the playoffs. Um, the Ravens have to play the Browns. You know, more than likely they're going to win, which means it's over. The Steelers need help to make the playoffs. And even then, I'm not even sure if they should. You know, some sometimes teams uh, get bowl bids or bids to, to different things in college, and they decline them because they're just not good enough. Well, this team just isn't good enough. They're just not good. They're not a good team. They're not well coached. So at the end of the day, you've got not a great set of players or, or coaches to, to get the most out of those players. 
Now, on a separate note, I think the officiating of late has been horrid. Now, I'm watching mostly Steelers games, but I got to believe what's happening to them is happening to other teams. These officials, I know a lot of referees retired last year, but the talent that's currently there is not good. It is not good. They're missing things that other refs or officiating crews would have gotten. They're, it, it's just, it boggles, again, boggles my mind that this is happening with, I don't know if anybody knows this, the average NFL official makes $174,000 a year. Okay? $174,000 a year. That may be for 17 weeks of work, maybe preseason, you know, 21 weeks of work. Uh, you add in the playoffs, you got another four rounds, another five weeks possibly. You, you might be looking at half the year, 26 weeks a year for $174,000. Each and every one of these officials has a full-time job away from this, making whatever that job pays. And I recognize it's a highly skilled set and not just anybody can pop in there. But what they've got is not great. And I think that's part of the problem. Now, I don't know if they need to be full-time employees of the league. Maybe they do. Maybe they really do because they're not getting – they're not paying attention. They're not seeing things. I, I just watched the Steelers-Saints uh, game. I never saw so many reviews, not because the coaches called for them, but because the refs didn't know what was going on most of the time. That's sad because that shouldn't happen. You're getting paid at least $174,000. You should know better. And I made the comment to my wife, much like the TSA, just because you're paid more, and this applies to the players and coaches as well, doesn't make you smarter. Just because I pay you millions of dollars a year as a player or a coach doesn't automatically make you smarter. It just means I paid you a lot of money. And that's where there's a disconnect for me. Because I live in a world where effort and ability is rewarded. They live in a world where I've got physical gifts, even if I don't participate fully or I don't do what I'm supposed to do, it's okay. I'm going to keep getting paid. I'm going to keep getting recycled, you know? So I, I, I don't know who replaces Tomlin, but at this point, I don't know that it matters personally. I don't know that it matters. Um, I think an average coach could do what Tomlin's doing. So he's not an elite coach in my mind. I know he's been to two Super Bowls. Um, I think that was on talent, not on coaching. You know, winning can gloss over a lot of um, faults and weaknesses. And when they were winning, you know, I, I think Bill Cowher built a good team, and he left it to Tomlin, and Tomlin got to two Super Bowls with it, which is great. Not completely, obviously. It wasn't all power stuff by the time he got to the second Super Bowl, which he didn't win. Uh, but it's just it's just not good. And if it's not good, why do we keep trotting it out there? I expect more. Maybe it's unreasonable, but I expect more. And I'm not getting it. As a fan of this team, I am not getting it. Now, I know sh fan is short for fanatic, somebody who won't change their mind and can't change the topic. I get that. I'm being trying to be an open and honest. I, I have a bias. But I'm not seeing the effort. I'm not seeing the execution. I'm seeing missed opportunities, missed plays over and over and over. 
and I don't let the GM off the hook here either. The Steelers seem to be able to draft wide receivers, but they can't seem to draft anybody to stop wide receivers at all. And and that frustrates me. That frustrates me that you can have a talent for one thing, but you can't seem to find anything else to help. You know, there, there's no Troy Polamalu walking through the door. I don't care where you're drafted in the what position you're drafting. You can find talent. Talent exists, but you can't seem to get any of it. What you get are cast-offs from somebody else or people who just really aren't good at their positions over and over and over. Now, some of that can sometimes be done with coaching, but in this case, the talent is so poor in the defensive backfield that it wouldn't matter who was coaching them. Now, I'm not a big fan of the, the defensive coaches. I'm not a big fan of the offensive coaches. I think they get – example here. Minute 25 left in the game. Ben gets the ball. And they're doing home run passes. Down to fourth and 15, home run passes. Get the first down. Move the ball. Okay? Stop trying to win it all in one pass. Because that's what they were doing. They had no timeouts. So they're throwing it down the middle field or sidelines, but deep, 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 deep. Well, guess what? They double covered those guys. They weren't running their five wide receivers. That's what I understand. Last week against the the Patriots, they, when they run the five wide receivers, it kept the Patriots off balance. When they run the five wide receivers tonight against the Saints, it kept the Saints' defense off balance. So when you need to win, you got to drive. You go to two wide receivers, maybe three, and you got you got nobody back there blocking really because it's a it's a pass play. So what are you thinking? <clears throat> You're trying to confuse them because you confuse the fans. I don't get it. Even Tomlin's reaction every time. It was a pass interference call against his team. Every time. Every time there's a chance to stop the team, there was a pass interference. So I don't know what the problem was. I'm not sure how you fix this. But what I do know is I'm not willing to put up with it. I'm tired of watching people go through the motions. I'm tired of it. If you're tired of it, let me know. Call me. If you're tired of this podcast, let me know that too. Uh, but 717-739-5432. 717-739-5432. If you want to talk about your team, bring it on. If you want to be like that crazy man yesterday on my last podcast, Ken, who wanted to talk about the Redskins, who also lost last night for some reason I can't fathom, go ahead. Bring it on. Let's let's commiserate together. Uh, you know, there's 12 teams that are going to make the playoffs. Mine isn't one of them. Maybe yours isn't one. At least 20 teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. Let's talk about it. All right? Thanks for listening. I uh, appreciate the time you spent with me. Pre-game, post-game, not happy. Wasn't expecting to be happy. Would have been shocked if I had been happy. Didn't happen. So leave it at that. Thanks for joining me. I'm Chad. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs> This has been a Hannah Tree production.